out in the woods stood a little fir tree. The place he had was a very good one. The sun shone on him as to fresh air. There was enough of that. And around him grew many large-sized comrades, pines as well as firs, but the little fir wanted so much to be a grown-up tree. He did not think of the warm sun and the fresh air. He did not care for the little cottage children that ran about and prattled when they were in the woods looking for wild strawberries. The children often came with a whole pitcher full of berries, a long roll of them threaded on a straw and sat down near the young tree and said, "'Oh, how pretty he is! What a nice little fir!' This was what the tree could not bear to hear. At the end of the year he had shot up a good deal, and after another year he was another long bit taller. For with fir trees one can always tell by their shoots how many years old they are. "'Oh, were I but a high tree as the others are,' sighed he, "'then I should be able to spread out my branches and with the tops to look into the wide world.' Then were the birds built nests among my branches, and when there was a breeze I could bend with as much stateliness as the others. Neither the sunbeams nor the birds nor the red clouds which morning and evening sailed above them gave the little tree any pleasure. In winter, when the snow lay glittering on the ground, a hare would often come leaping along and jump right over the little tree. Oh, that made him so angry! But two winters were passed, and the third the tree was so large the hare was obliged to go around it. To grow and grow and get older and be tall, thought the tree. That, after all, is the most delightful thing in the world. In autumn the woodcutters always came and felled some of the largest trees. This happened every year, and the young fir tree, that had now grown to a very comely size, trembled at the sight. For the magnificent great trees fell to the earth with noise and cracking, the branches were lopped off, and the trees looked long and bare. They were hardly to be recognized. And then they were laid in carts, and the horses dragged them out of the woods. Where did they go? What became of them? In spring, when the swallows and storks came, the tree asked, Don't you know where they have been taken? Have you not met them anywhere? The swallows did not know anything about it, but the stork looked musing, nodded his head, and said, Yes, I think I know. I met many ships as I was flying hither from Egypt. On the ships were magnificent masts, and I ventured to assert that it was they that smelt so of fur. I may congratulate you, for they lifted themselves on high most majestically. Oh, were I but old enough to fly across the sea! But how does the sea look in reality? What is it like? Mm, that would take a long time to explain, said the stork. And with these words, off he went. Rejoice in thy growth, said the sunbeams. Rejoice in thy vigorous growth and the fresh life that moveth within thee. And the wind kissed the tree, and dew wept tears over him, but the fir understood it not. When Christmas came, quite young trees were cut down, trees which often were not even as large as the same age of this fir tree, who could never rest, but always wanted to be off. These young trees, and they were always the finest looking, retained their branches. They were laid on carts and the horses drew them out of the woods. "'Where are they going to?' asked the fir. "'They are not taller than I. There was one indeed that was considerably shorter, and why do they retain all their branches? Whither are they taken?' "'We know, we know,' chirped the sparrows. "'We have peeped into the windows of the town below. We know whither they are taken. The greatest splendor and the greatest magnificent one can imagine await them.' 
We peeped through the windows and saw them planted in the middle of the warm room, and ornamented with the most splendid things, with gilded apples, with gingerbread, with toys, and many hundred lights. And then, asked the fir tree, trembling in every bough, and then, what happens then? We didn't see anything more. It was incomparably beautiful. I would fain to know if I'm destined for so glorious a career, cried the tree, rejoicing. That is still better than to cross the sea. What a longing do I suffer! Were Christmas but come! I am now tall, and my branches spread like the others that were carried off last year. Oh, were I but already on the cart! Were I in the warm room with all the splendor and magnificence! Yes, then something better, something still grander would surely follow. But wherefore should they thus ornament me? Something better, something still grander must follow. But what? Oh, how I long, how I suffer.